Hello and welcome to episode 170 of the Man in a Room podcast, How's It Going? Now, I've been thinking about starting myself a pigeon racing club, and I'm trying to work out the logistics of it. That's obviously not true, but uh, when I was younger, I used to frequent a... Well, I did not me personally. I mean, I went there. I mean, my dad was a member of the pigeon club, but... Um, we we were able to sort of tag along. Isn't it? Is basically in a is basically in like a, a a pub car park, and um, obviously like you go there, get yourself some crisps and a coke, and then sort of just prat around whilst all the pigeons are getting stamped and all that kind of stuff, and uh, and ringed. There's so I, there's so there's so much I want to talk about with pigeon racing. So basically, what happens is you get there, you have your pigeons. Like these are my pigeons. Yeah, these pigeons are the best pigeons. You know, these are my best ones in my flock. You know, so then you take them to the uh, the pigeon club, and they have these little uh, rubber like rings. There's like the, the, obviously you get a ring for a pigeon, but there's these rubber rings specifically. And uh, the idea is is that uh, they have a, a specific number in it, and then you have to put that in your clock. And if they clock it, and then it puts that that ring is then like it's stamped on a pig. So it's hard. There used to be a pigeon racing clock, right? It's this tin thing. It's like all clockwork and all that kind of stuff, and it's, it runs like an actual clock. And then there's like a little thing in the top, like a little hole. You put the ring from the pigeon into the hole, and then you strike it. And what striking does is it stamps the time uh, in ink on a piece of paper inside. Um, and you know, because the way of if it's done, obviously because of the whole uh, ha- having to have a pigeon racing clock specifically, um, it's uh, a bit more. I don't know. It's it's yeah. It, it will be done digitally these days, but basically, what happened was it, your pigeon be checked in. You get specific numbers for s- specific pigeons and so on and so forth. And then uh, what they used to do then. Was it all be crated up? All these pigeons would be crated up, bundled onto a lorry, right? And just before everyone leaves, everyone has to synchronize the clocks. So it's like, right, the time, everyone set your time to eight o'clock, and when I say strike, we strike. Um, the idea is is that when you do that, that's when you that's when you set the the timer. So uh, it's like, right, we're all now synchronised. We should all be synchronised. These are all clockwork. <laughs> you know, they're all like cogs and shit, you know. And um, so basically the way it works, so you're probably thinking, you're sitting there thinking, well, how on earth can you all race? Because you all live in different places and uh, all that kind of stuff. So they'd, they'd come from that. So basically what it would be is they'd work out the distance from where they were let off to where you are, Right. And they'll take into, obviously, you have to be like within a certain, like, radius of the club, otherwise that'd be stupid. Um, and so that way you better work out, like, speed over, like, time over distance to work out the speed and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, that's, that's how you can tell which one got home the fastest by, by averages and all that kind of stuff. And, um, so, what the, th- the the most bad thing about it was was that there actually was a pigeon transport. There was a specific lorry or a truck, whatever you want to call it, that was used. They bundled them onto this this truck lorry, whatever it was. 
I'll say a truck. I'll say it's more of a truck. Um, and then they would drive that all the way to France. Right? All the way to France. All the way to, they drive it all the way to France. Yeah. Uh, and then they'd be like, right, at 6 a.m. France time, these pigeons that were once here will be now in France. And, um, you know, there's that, that's the way it's going to work. And I was thinking about this, for the logistics of running this, like, one, having to have a specially made pigeon loft on wheels, right, part one, the insurance and the petrol, yeah, I was thinking this is crazy, because the thing is, when I say this pigeon loft in, um, you know, on wheels, basically what happens, so when the pigeons all get let out, they have to be let out at the same time. So it has to have this like this specific door that opens up at exactly the right time. So it's a very uh, equal and fair or, you know, there's very m- minute chances of um, issues or whatever. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's just really, really mad. When you, when I actually thought about the logistics of actually running a pigeon club. And the, thing, the other sort of side note was, this is a very boring episode, I don't really care, we lost a pigeon called Storm because Storm got her name. I gave her the name Storm was because she there was a storm and she got frightened off and then she came back again. And she went missing for a little bit and came back again, you know, because there was a storm. Um. So what happened was she was sent away on a on a um what do they call it a uh, um a, a race from France. She she never came back and it's all like oh that's really that's a shame. I liked Storm. And then one day, like like a month or so later, she just turned back up again. And it is the same pigeon because she had the same ring on. That's how you know. They're, they're identification ring. They have rings. If it's in a loft, it has a ring. And if it has a ring, it means it's someone's, uh, someone's pigeon. <sighs> anyway, um, the worlds of pigeon racing, eh? I don't do pigeon racing anymore. Do I agree with it now? Probably not. It was at the time... You know, at least it wasn't cockfighting, okay? Swings and roundabouts, yeah? Anyway, I'll be back again tomorrow for more of this stuff.